Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You found Fantasy Football Weekly Micro. A deep dive on one player in just five to ten minutes. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. It's Fantasy Football Weekly Micro Edition. I am Paul Charchian. Co-host is Tyler Knabley, guillotineleagues.com writer. Uh, hi, Tyler. Oh. You've been my co-host for all these micro editions, which has been great. Yeah, it's been great. I've been having fun doing it. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, just to let people know about how this week is going to go down, we're, we're going to have a big draft show that I may release earlier than Friday because we're going to record it in a couple of days or record it midweek. So I may release it a little bit early. Uh, I believe we're going to have uh, draft expert Thor Nystrom on, which is going to be great. Thor does an amazing job. And we're going to break down all the rookies. These micro shows is not, it's not rookie stuff that we're doing veterans. And now that the draft has happened, we can sort of crystallize on some guys that were winners in this year's draft. Yeah. And one of the winners this year was Isaiah Pacheco, who finished as the RB 35 last year and is currently going off the board as RB 22. Now to note, they did not draft anybody at running back, but as of recording this today, they just signed Jarek McKinnon back to the backfield. So that kind of, it gives you a good sample size and we've seen what Pacheco has been with Jarek McKinnon in the mix. So I do like that about the whole situation. And McKinnon obviously proved himself to be a very valuable pass receiving back at the end of last year, December and beyond. And that's not Pacheco's game. We'll talk more about that as, as we look at his, at his season. Obviously he was not the starter at the beginning of the year as a seventh round rookie had to earn his way. And well, Clyde Edwards Lair had to fail his way to the point that eventually they just went, okay, we're gonna, we're just going to go with Pacheco. Yeah, well, it's interesting because, I mean, Clyde is still going to be in the mix seemingly this upcoming uh, season. Maybe he's still on the roster. So, well, well, he is today. Yeah, he is today. You're right. But you're right. When he did get that, uh, the job, a week 11 and onwards, mm-hmm. he would, these are his art, his finishes weekly. Yeah, uh, Pacheco's, by yes, the Pacheco, way. Yes, Pacheco. Not sorry, Clyde yep. Edwards-Alaire. Yeah, so he was the average uh, running back 21, which is his weekly average, but he, it mm-hmm. was 22 16, 15, 19, 32, 28, 17, 19. And what's killed Pacheco, so I mean, no number higher than 15th. Never finished higher than 15 in any given week uh, for Pacheco. What kills him is volume and the lack of receptions. He's never going to have, he's never going to be much of a helper in PPR unless something strange comes together here. Um, 
And the other thing, and maybe this is where he can get better this year, the touchdowns didn't really come to him, even though he is a bigger back. I wouldn't call him a power back, but he's he's somebody who could be a capable back at the goal line. Maybe in year two, he gets a little more confidence from Andy Reid about getting the ball to stripe. Yeah, I agree. So kind of looking, I kind of broke down his, his, just his rushing stats as a total. So he was eighth in rushing yards over expected per attempt, which is a really good number. I mean, eighth yeah. in the league, all, yeah. all those guys above him were top tier guys. Inside the 10 yard line, he was 14th in rushing attempts. He had 20 attempts. Mm-hmm. And then all the guys above him in that range were like top 12 running backs that are currently going in ADP right now. So they're like big name kind of guys. Yeah. And he only had, he had five touchdowns from inside the 10. He had five touchdowns on the season, so all of all his of touchdowns inside the 10. came inside the 10. But yep. he was also 27th in attempts from the five, which I thought was interesting. And it kind of matches up when you watch the Chiefs play. They're doing all this wacky stuff like these ring, like merry-go-round type of out of the huddle, and then they're doing these right. wacky yeah. red zone plays. So yep. maybe, I don't know if that's... The shovel the, pass from the one-yard line? Yeah. Nobody does that except Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. So it's. I wonder if it's maybe, maybe it's not Pacheco. Maybe they just love to do this wacky mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and that maybe that doesn't mm-hmm. involve Pacheco. It's not New England where Bill, Belichick is going to be like, all right, five-yard line, just hand the ball off. We'll see what happens. Yes, yes. I mentioned the receiving prowess is not there for Isaiah Pacheco. 13 catches in 17 games. You don't want to be at, you know, half a catch a game. That's no helper, and that just caps his upside. So, for me, that, you know, Pacheco to me is forever kind of RB2 this year. I, I, he, he, I don't think he's an RB1 on any, any team that, that has points per reception. Yeah, you know, he does, he's not going to give you anything through the air, which you mentioned it totally caps his upside, yeah. which is really tough. So, And when you look at the depth chart here, I mean, it's CEH, RB2, maybe McKinnon, RB3, and then we got LaMichael P. Ryan, RB4. So yeah, we're not going to have a lot of running backs that are going to take work away from Pacheco on the ground, which is, I mean, if you, tr- you trust the offense – you trust well, obviously we trust the exactly. Kansas City offense. So, yes, I mean having the RB one in the KC offense is still a good guy to have. It's just you're not going to get anything higher than RB probably 15 this season unless he has an absurd amount of touchdowns, which I don't think is going to happen given the red zone prowess that Kelsey can be, and then maybe some of these new receivers can kind of pick it up as well. Let me ask you this: in a typical league that's got typical 12 team league. You've got three or four sharps. You've got, you know, five or six guys who pay, you know, and not just guys, guys and gals who pay some attention. And then you got three or four teams that, you know, really aren't paying attention very closely. I think there's always somebody that's going to pay more for Pacheco just because he's the RB1 on the Chiefs. And they're like, you know, the Chiefs are going to score the most points in the league, so I want their running back. I don't think those people are going to be are going to be as aware of the limitations that Pacheco gives you with what he can do, and also the middling volume. You know, he this is just not a team that's got, like, power back that's going to run the ball 21 times in a game. That's just not Andy Reid's style. And I think people are going to remember him in the playoffs and him in the Super Bowl just being this, oh, look at, like, he did good in the, in the playoffs and Super Bowl, so people are going to remember that. Kind of yeah. like how they did with, uh, was it LeGarrette Blunt? I think, with the with the Eagles. How they're like, oh, look at him during the, po-. or it was, uh, no, it was Sony Michelle with the Patriots. Yeah. Killed in that postseason, and they're just going to think he's going to do that. Promptly return to Sony Michelle yep. the rest of the year. Who's going around uh, Pacheco in ADP right now? So right now, well, let's play the ADP game. We got Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce. 
Um, I love Damian Pierce. He is one of my favorite players in the NFL, and he is a way, way more talented back than Isaiah Pacheco. And I believe Houston is, if you ask me to pick one team that's going to improve the most from last year to this year, Houston. By wins, I'm I'm on Damian Pierce. I'm with you too. I'm a, definitely on Damian Pierce just because he's going to he's going to be more of a focal point in that offense than Pacheco yes, ever will be. Absolutely. So. All right, point. Rashad White, another winner of the draft. We talked about him already on micro, but we did. He was a big winner of the draft. Yeah, a lot of people thought he would get some. He would get some. Somebody in the draft would would end up in Tampa, but Tampa's got so many needs. The Tampa offense could be one of the five lowest scoring offenses in the league. They really could be. I mean, with Baker at the with, yeah, at the with, helm with for Baker sure. there, right? You've got an aging Mike Evans. Um, Chris Godwin's a good player, but not somebody who powers a whole offense. I don't know. I'm nervous about that offense. I I'm sticking with Isaiah Pacheco over I'm gonna Rashad take, White. I'm going to take Rashad White because I think he has some passing upside that Pacheco That's a fair isn't, point. isn't going to be in the totally to fair point. Do. And just for the PPR that Rashad White gets, he might be better. This could be like bad team. We're just going to run the ball and just. Feed like just feed one guy in our offense, and it might be Rashad White. So that could be, yeah. And then J.K. Dobbins, kind of a similar role mm. with Pacheco and yeah. different OC. Guy doesn't catch a lot. Yeah, Greg Roman also won't be there, so it's not going to be this heavy run attack that I think everyone expects with the Ravens. Hmm. I'm a J.K. Dobbins apologist. I'm sticking with him because I think he's a more talented, better back in a run heavy offense. I'm sticking with Dobbins. I'm rolling with Dobbins too. Yeah, yeah. Dynasty. What's your long term forecast on Isaiah Pacheco? See, I actually just traded him away in a dynasty league. Okay, maybe well, it not says plenty. A couple months ago, do you remember what you got for him? I do. It was a straight up trade. It was Isaiah Pacheco for Pat Fryermuth because I was just totally out <laughs> on <laughs> tight end. On, nobody. I had. I also had no tight end, but I was just like, they're a. They're going to draft someone. I was wrong. Yeah. But b. He just doesn't have that upside that I'm looking for. And mm-hmm. Pat, Pat Pat Fryermuth is fine, so I'll take him. Yeah. Except they just drafted another tight end. Exactly. Uh, Darnell yeah. Washington is one of my he, favorites, and they they landed. Him, I think so. that he fell kind of says something about Darnell Washington. Like he's a freak, but can he play tight end? We know he's huge and he can run, but can he actually play? Have you the seen position? him after the catch. I've seen him after oh, the catch, but can we, we? I love that guy. He might be like a freak, but I don't know if he's like a a technician route runner that you're looking for. That's true. That part we don't know about. So that is that is totally fair. Yeah, I'll roll with Friday. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you for listening to Fantasy Football Weekly Micro Edition. We'll be back tomorrow as we break down. Well, we got that tomorrow. Kirk Cousins. I'm so excited. Oh, staying local here to uh, for us, and we'll we'll talk about another winner in the draft. Kirk Cousins as a veteran winner. Why? Uh, what changes for Kirk now that we know the outcome of the draft and the addition of Jordan Addison coming up tomorrow? Thanks for listening, everybody. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 